So I asked you all last week, I started with a very difficult question, so I'm not going to make you answer any questions this week, I'll give you a break. The question last week was, how do we know that God loves us? And you came up with some very excellent answers to that question. So now, if anyone ever asks you or says, well, I don't think God loves me, you're able now, hopefully, right, because you were all listening last week, to give them the answers on how you personally know that God loves you, right? And I used the one example. So we said, like, flowers or, right, you know, people love you. And God even gives us flowers, hey? And we have parents. That's one way we know God loves us. And I used the example of a kid in Carrot River last week that said, well, he knew that God loved him because God kisses him, (laughs) Like, what a beautiful example of God's love, a beautiful way to think of prayer. But just like people here on earth, if they love us and we know that they love us, what are we supposed to do in return? Love them in return, right? So how do we love others? How do we love God? So it says in the gospel, uh, This week, it says loving God means keeping his word. If you loved me, you would keep my word. Well, what is the word of God? The Bible, isn't it? This is why when we come to church every time, no matter what kind of service it is, whether it's just a Sunday mass or anything, we listen to his word. We keep his word. And the word of God is is more than just the Bible. It's the church. It's the sacraments. The sacraments like baptism, um, confession, uh, anointing of the sick, where Jesus literally reaches into our lives, blesses us, loves us, and is with us. When we hear in the Bible, it says that Jesus and the Father want to make their home with us us. And they come and dwell with us through the word, through the sacraments that we keep. And to keep the word of God means to listen, right? But it's not just like any kind of listening, right? Like how I listen to you guys. I just listen and it goes in one ear and out the other, hey? But we're supposed to not just listen and forget, but listen and go do. So another way of saying listening to somebody and then doing what they tell you is a really big, harsh word that nobody likes called obedience. We're supposed to obey. And that comes up with some bad connotations because obedience means to do what I don't want to do. Well, if somebody loves you, are they going to make you do something that's not good for you? And this is why we learn to listen and obey as little children. Children are in a school with their parents, in a sense, of learning how to listen to God by starting by just listening to their parents. We know our parents love us, and so obedience is not a difficult thing because our parents aren't going to make us do things that are terrible or horrible or or mean to us, hey? So then, as children, we learn to listen, and we learn this obedience, and then we turn 18, and we're like, I'm an adult, I don't have to listen to anybody ever again in my life. 
And then you go and get married. And then you have to listen to them. Like, what are you doing, right? If we want to learn how to listen to God, we need to learn or relearn how to listen to each other. And not just our parents, but even the little children, like I I mentioned last week or even mentioned at the beginning of the homily. And especially to learn to listen to our elders. So in the first reading then this morning, we heard about the early church. They were just trying to figure things out after Jesus had ascended into heaven and sent the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. And what's the first thing that happened to the early church? They got into an argument about what it meant to be Christian. And so they were all arguing with each other. They said, one person said, I'm right to be Christian. You have to do this. And the other person, no, I'm right to be Christian. You have to do this other thing. Sound familiar? We always argue about, you know, judging and what we're supposed to do as Christians and and this and that. What does it mean to live like a Christian? Well, how did they solve their argument? They listened to each other. And then they they came together to listen to each other. And then they listened to God by praying with each other. When's the last time that you had an argument with somebody you love and then instead of continuing the argument, you prayed with them and asked God to, you know, be part of this conversation, this argument and help resolve things? When the last time was like just last week, probably this morning, right? No, why don't we sit and not just listen to each other? but listen to God with each other by praying with each other. Wouldn't that maybe help diffuse an argument? If we want to listen to God, to love, to love God is what that means, we have to come together in prayer and talk to God together. One hour a week, that's a good start, but it's only a beginning. And so, are we listening to God and keeping his word in our hearts so that the direction that we're going in in our life life, is leading us and others closer to Jesus?